Good. How are you? We're good. We're going to go live in about 50 seconds. Okay. Awesome. We tried to stall as long as we could in that break, but just yes, thank you. Let me just grab a few other links here while you're doing that. All righty. What prizes did you give away the other day? We did um, three health um, executive checkups. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice deal. That is a nice deal. So very exciting stuff. Have you had one of those? I feel like I haven't, but clearly I need to. You should. I recently had one of those. Need to do a 50,000 mile checkup. 50,000 mile. And an oil change. <laughs> That's a. But like, like the Rolling Stones, they used to go and get like blood transfusions every <laughs> <Yeah>. year. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? <laughs> we are good. How's it going? Awesome. Everything's what good. What headlines you got for us? Um, His Excellency the Governor and the Deputy Governor issued joint a joint statement yesterday saying that they essentially support the Premier's um, decision in relation to Minister Bush and just reminding all MPs of the importance to ensure that they do not interfere with the civil service in any way and uh, that they follow just good governance and keep the, the provisions of the Constitution in mind when carrying out their duties. So the governor made a statement about the importance of the separation of powers. Mm -hmm. So, All right. yeah. Um, the business grant and stipend programs have resumed. So if you are a small or micro business or even a medium-sized business that could use an additional injection, uh, the government is essentially giving you money if you meet certain criteria. Mm. So, um, yes, uh, you have to meet criteria and they're rolling out this. Um, they did it during the, the sort of height of the pandemic back in 2020. And now they are continuing it as people, you know, obviously companies start to slowly emerge out of the, um, the COVID, um, you know, downturn in the economy. Mm -hmm. So, um, 19-year-old Liam Bulgin has been recognized by the Ministry of Tourism for his outstanding achievement of receiving the highest mark in the world for the Cambridge International Examinations uh, A-Level in Travel and Tourism for 2021. Excellent. So congratulations, yeah. Liam. Well done. Um, Cuba. If you want to travel to Cuba, you can now do so with no restrictions in place as Cuba has, listed, has lifted um, all requirements as it relates to um, pre-arrival testing and quarantining. So now you oh. can go and jump off the plane and just have yourself a good old time in Cuba. Havana. Perfect. Ooh, na, na. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, there's some Caymanian dancers who are going overseas um, with your help. Five Caymanian young ladies <clears throat> are heading to um, a program in Harlem that is well-recognized that they need the public's assistance to be able to get there. So they've been accepted into the program and they're hopeful 
they're called Dream Chasers Cayman, and they're hopeful that they get the necessary funding to attend the Harlem School of Dance Summer Intensive Program. And we wish them all the best of luck and we're sure that uh, after people hear this, they'll get all the donations that they need. That's good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And just FYI, mask mandates are beginning to return some places in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I and everybody thought, just throw the mask away. We're done with it's that. Blake and Darren but um, apparently not quite yet. Um, it's still good advice, even if it's not mandatory, to wear a mask. And research has shown that the category that's more likely to wear a mask are actually vaccinated people, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. They're just more compliant people, I think. Yeah. It's, some, it's some states in the U.S., like Philadelphia, yes. uh, one of the cities. Uh, is doing that. Um, some of the colleges are, are, are doing that mm -hmm. as uh, as just a precaution. It's the BA2 variant that's, yeah. that's seeing an increase. Yeah. Which will make yeah. it here if it's not already. Oh, I yeah. think it's here. Is it? Yeah. So For those sure. are your news headlines this morning. All right. Catch uh, Sandy in two minutes on Bobo 89.1 FM. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a fabulous day. You Bye. too. Bye. 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 All right, folks. Let's kick it off here in just a second. I'm going to get all of my links and stuff together. While we're doing that, let's enjoy a little be beloved Isle Cayman. As you guys can see, if you're on the live stream, I'm actually sweating because our thermostat for um, the studio isn't working. So I need to go and do a manual adjustment on that. So give me one second and I'll get that done. Ginger, beaver grass, or English. Get it ready. Your morning tea just got hotter. Ooh, honey child. On the cold hard truth, Bobo 89.1 and Cayman's number one talk show are bringing you morning talk like no one else. Monday Rewind, Impact Wednesdays, Caribbean Connections, and much more. Don't miss a beat with what's happening in the local community. Just keep sipping your tea. What a mess. Here's your host, live and direct from the Cayman Islands, Sandy Hill.
Morning, Cayman. Rise and shine. Happy Tuesday. It is April the 12th. We're heading into the Easter holidays. I think a lot of you actually have kids that are out of school this week. And uh, of course, Friday is Good Friday, and this is the upcoming Easter weekend. So good morning to Virtuous uh, Pinook. We have Marshall joining us from North Carolina. Miss Elizabeth is on the live stream, says Buenos Dias. Do not forget, folks, 936-2626 is the show number. You can certainly join us at any time. Good morning to Louis. Louis joining us from Detroit. He's another key man in abroad. And he says, CMR Massive at home and abroad. Good morning, Miss Brenda. Where have you been? We've missed you. Brenda Archer on the live stream. Good to see you. Louis says, happy Tuesday. Felicia's got it locked. Miss Emma is coming out. Uh, she says, about Cuba, go and catch COVID and bring it back to Cayman. All these Russians are still traveling there. So be prepared. Well, I think everybody should be prepared. Not just the Russians are probably spreading it, but everybody. Someone I know that went there tested Sunday and was negative, but it was positive today. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you're still taking a chance when you travel, folks. This is the realities of it. It was like over the Christmas holidays. Um, pretty much everyone that I knew that went to Jamaica and came back, came back positive because Jamaica has a very high rate of, um, I think like over 70% of their population, uh, over the holidays was COVID positive. That's a lot of people. Um, and you know, they continue to struggle with their numbers. They've had thousands of deaths. So yeah, that's all over the world though. So Cuba will undoubtedly be no exception at all. Um, let me see their deaths um, on April the 11th. They reported that was yesterday. They reported 14 deaths. The seven day average is three. So 14 in the last 24 hours. Wow. Huh. So yeah, you know, it, it's crazy. Uh, folks, this virus worldwide has killed over 6 million people. And um infected over 500 million. And believe me when I tell you that statistically, those numbers are underrated. That's just how it is. Good morning, Irvlin. Debbie's got it locked. Good morning, Catherine. Stephen is joining us from the UK. Good morning to Mr. Dale. Wee Wee's got it locked. Blissful Powell is also here. She says, good morning, CMR family. Miss Bonnie joining us from East End. Miss Bonnie, I hope you had a wonderful uh, birthday weekend. And um, we will be having Health City joining us for another rundown segment. So don't forget, folks, if you won um, your free health checkup last week, uh, don't forget to, I think I've sent two names. I'm trying to remember who the third person was. So if you've not heard uh, from me regarding that, please uh, do reach out so we can make sure that um, Health City has your information. And they will certainly be in touch about booking your um, your executive checkup, which we're going to be getting into all the details about that this morning. So Richard, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well. Damien says, uh, so Cuba has a different variant. Worry about Cuba. <laughs> Worry about China, sorry, and Fauci. Well, listen, it is what it is. There will be variants that will continue to emerge all over the world. And um, I did think that it was interesting that just five weeks after lifting their mask mandates and where was that, Philadelphia, they're returning. You see, you know when your parents used to say to you, um, don't follow fashion, you know, if your friends jump off a cliff, are you going to jump off too? And you looked at your parents and used to think, yeah, that sounds like fun if my friends did it. 
sometimes you got to take a step back and you've got to remember that, um, you know, just take your time. So the city of Philadelphia is going to reinstate an indoor mask mandate. So they are the first U.S. city to do so uh, this spring, just five weeks after they were dropped. Seems like a complete waste of dropping it to me. Vaccinated people are more likely to wear a mask than unvaccinated people. And you know what was so interesting about this is it is a significant amount. It was like unvaccinated people are more likely to wear a mask 20 something percent of the time. And vaccinated people, it was like 70, almost 80%. And I think that that, it it says something, I believe, about the mindset of people who've taken the time to get vaccinated. They are just more likely to be compliant individuals, generally speaking. So, you know, they're going to wash their hands. They're going to wear masks. They're going to do all these things. And probably a lot of the unvaccinated are still those people who don't believe that COVID even exists. So they're still fighting like it doesn't exist. Ooh, my aunt just died of it, but it still doesn't exist, you know? So they're, they're still very much um, fighting the whole concept of COVID, although we've had over 6 million people now that have died from this. And that's probably why they, they refuse to protect themselves. They refuse to protect other people um, from it as well. So it, it's very interesting when I read that, I thought, mm, for me, that makes a lot of sense, honestly, that they would be the least compliant people when it comes to just general precautions. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So what else is making news headlines? Well, this morning we have to express our condolences to the family of um, Mr. Graham Thompson. He passed away at the age of 84 in um, Honduras. You guys will know him from um, Graham's place. And he was just an icon there in Guanaja and beyond. So a lot of Caymanians were extending their condolences to Ken Thompson and the rest of the family yesterday for sure. Um, 84 years old. Yeah, he did did well. And uh, I understand, I did not personally know him, but I understand he was an absolutely wonderful person. And so, you know, we um, know that he was sick for a little while and we just want to extend our condolences to the entire Thompson family. So we've got a keen listener this morning who said, don't forget to send out the links to all the WhatsApp people. Um, A lot of them sit by and they wait for me to send the links before they click on the live stream. But, you know, we're here every morning, YouTube and Facebook, Monday through Friday. And of course, Bobo 89.1, 936 my apologies, is the telephone number. So I dropped um, our call-in uh, jingle yesterday, and a lot of people loved it. They're like, Sandy, you got to play that more often. And I'm like, you know, that jingle is at least probably a year old. But uh, yeah, we don't play it a whole lot. But yeah, I'll play it more often. Good morning, Hero Blair says, um, yes, we all need to protect ourselves. That's for sure. Um, good morning to Miss Sue. Amelia's got it locked. She says, have a blessed day in the Lord. Good morning to Dawn. Um, she says what the old people used to say is ears can't hear, but ask and feel. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, and some form or another, they would say that. <laughs> Good morning to Jonathan. Uh, he says, this is just the beginning of the viruses. I hear the bird flu is going to make a big comeback. Well, Jonathan, the truth of the matter is we've always had viruses, um, you know, the Spanish flu. 100 years ago, over 100 years ago. And so I think that we just went a really long time without one that um, was massive enough to impact the entire world at the rate and, and speed uh, 
uh, that COVID did, but you know, it certainly um, makes us think twice about how viruses can transmit so easily in this day and age. It's a lot harder to contain them. You know, even the Spanish flu, it was spread by, um, you know, the men who were at, at war because they were the, really the ones who were traveling all over Europe and, and bringing it back to different locations. So, um, yeah. Good morning to Ms. Bula. Good morning to Donovan. All right, so in other news headlines this morning, um, we did have two men who went missing last night at sea. And I wanna give a big shout out to the Cayman Islands Coast Guard, the RCIPS, and private boaters who really stepped up to assist in the rescue and recovery of these two men. It, it seemed like it was a bit touch and go for a minute there. One man was um, actually brought in, I think quite quickly, they found him. And then the other individual um, was, you know, the, the, the boat was just starting to, it's a four, fifth, 14 foot boat, not very big. And it was starting to really um, go off course. And uh, there were some concerns that as they continued to search into the night, that this was gonna get far worse. But thankfully he was found, it looks like based on my messages, after 11 o'clock going into the midnight hour. So, um, you know, thank goodness for that because as you guys are well aware, the longer someone stays out there and the more they drift, that's a problem. So at some point the boat uh, had lost um, engine power and it was drifting in the CUC vicinity. And then they actually end up finding him uh, in West Bay at the Holiday Inn. That's where it had started to drift. So both the Coast Guard, the helicopter and fire rescue had gone out. The call went to 911 from 6.45 p.m. So, you know, they were in distress from that time. And the helicopter was not up until 11.05. So I did have people messaging me saying, why did it take so long for the helicopter to get up there? That's 6.45 to 11.05 is quite a few hours. So I do not have um, the answers immediately to that, but we will reach out to the commissioner of police and make some increase in terms of, uh, you know, why that was, because yeah, that's a lot of time. And that's the whole benefit of having this high-tech helicopter um, is that it can be deployed quickly and in especially rescue situations, it can give the Coast Guard and private boaters a fix on the actual location of, uh, you know, where the individuals are at. So um, lucky, for Jesse and his companion who were out um, and got in a little bit of trouble. So, you know, the word was that the boat had capsized and that Jesse was missing, but then they found one guy um, swimming and then the other one, he was still drifting with the boat. So a happy ending is, uh, is something that we're, we're all celebrating today. But, you know, even when we have happy endings, folks, um, there are lessons that we can certainly uh, learn from this. Um, so, yeah. All right, folks. So just remember um, that we are, um, I see somebody messaging me about calling. Um, okay. 
So I'm not sure if they're trying to call on the show now. I'm a little bit confused by the messages. So 926, 936, sorry, 2626. Uh, during this time, we can only make calls that are show related, obviously. So five Caymanian dancers, these young ladies are doing a fabulous job. I want to congratulate them. They have been accepted into a Harlem uh, dance program this summer in New York. <clears throat> it's a summer intensive program, which means that they're going to be learning a lot. And I really want the community to get behind these young ladies. They need some funding to be able to make this dream a reality. First of all, it is difficult enough to get into a lot of these programs because you're competing with people all over the world. And so when the Cayman Islands is put on the map by accepting not just one, but five of these beautiful young ladies, I want to say that, you know, it is our responsibility to chip in whenever we can and to help them to get there. So this is fantastic. These young ladies um, have been performing and they've sent us some of their uh, dance routines and information. And uh, we posted it up on the website in case you missed it. Go check it out. And they have an opportunity to be involved in this program where undoubtedly they will really elevate their skill set. And so we want to encourage anyone who's interested, we'll post something, a separate post on the website on our social media platforms this morning. But if you're interested in supporting young talent, look at these beautiful Caymanian faces um, from the Georgetown area, and they have all been accepted into this program. So I want to invite you all out <clears throat> to please go out. And uh, even if it's, you know, $25, $50 here and there, everything adds up, folks. So it's the Harlem School of Dance Summer Intensive Program. It's Peyton Morrison, Malika Morrison, uh, Mia Pita, Gianna Gregory, and Cassidy Davis Quintero, and they are dancers. And they have an opportunity now to go to this program. And basically their hard work and their discipline has really played, paid off. The name of their group um, or the organization that is helping them go is Dream Chasers Cayman. And this is definitely a big dream. And they said that it feels great coming from a tiny little island, jumping into this big opportunity. And these girls have worked extremely hard and deserve it. So Dream Chasers Cayman is actually a dance company that was established in 2017. And the company has grown tremendously. And I think this is wonderful that these young ladies have the opportunity now to go to the Harlem School of Dance. And it is considered, um, you know, a wonderful program. So um, we want to, again, support them in any way. You can contact caymandreamchasers at gmail.com or 938-4610 if you'd like to make a donation. And in the story, by the way, there's a beautiful um, video of these young ladies and their performances. So if we get a chance a bit later on, we'll play that um, we'll play that for you. Yeah, wonderful. All right. Um, yes. Um, okay. Wonderful. All right. So um, again, donations needed. Give these young ladies a call. Caymandreamchasers at gmail.com. Congratulations, ladies. Well done. Very, very proud of you. All right. Who else do we have joining the show this morning? We've got Robert. Good morning, Robert. Um, I don't know. It looks like we have a little spammer this morning. 
Uh, Tim, we don't allow spammers on the morning show, so we block and delete you. Sorry. Bye-bye. Elizabeth says, just thankful that they're alive. Good work, uniform crew. Up, up. Good morning, Dr. Tahir. I think we are, without a doubt, Dr. Tahir's favorite thing to do in the morning is watch the cold hard truth because he's always here. Uh, like so many more of you. So Diamond Princess is also here. Louis says, radio communication, does someone constantly monitor the frequency? Maritime emergency channels. Um, I would think so, that there are people who are doing that. But more importantly, I think most people travel with a mobile phone, even when they go out to boat, to, on a boat. So presumably, they're able to call in um, on their mobile phones and let people know that they're in some sort of distress. A lot of these really small boats, someone actually sent me a photo of the boat. It is super tiny. And um, I think that a lot of um, these small boats don't have all of the equipment on board that they should, which makes it a little bit more challenging if they get in trouble. And uh, so, yeah, as a result of that, um, that's, that's problematic. All right. Okay, so we do have Health City uh, waiting. I think we have one more person that's going to be joining them here shortly, and then we're going to dive into a bit of a conversation with them in terms of what's going on. Shamari, if you want to get started first before the good doctor shows up, because I know he's very busy, we can certainly do that. Just give me the thumbs up. Um. Or shall we, shall we wait? Let me just uh, double check. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, check out our daily CMR Daily Buzz with Misha. You can get all of your headline news every single evening uh, that goes up on the website. And you can also find it on our social media platforms. Again, congratulations to Liam Bulgin. Alrighty. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Let us welcome Shamari to the program. Good morning, Good morning. Shamari. Good morning. How are you? How are you? I was sitting there waiting to see if we had anyone else joining us. <laughs> yeah, and Dr. Shamari, unfortunately, um, yeah, he had an urgent case that he had to run into, you know, doctors being doctors. Um, yes. And obviously that's the most important thing right now. So you are stuck with me. No worries, no worries. There's far, far worse things I could be stuck with. <laughs> <laughs> so good morning, good morning to you, um, Shamari. Thank you so much for joining us this morning for a medical rundown segment with Health City. So um, first of all, Health City has been doing a lot of wonderful things, folks. So we're gonna take a moment to have a look at some of the things that they've been doing because they've been extremely busy and they are celebrating their eighth anniversary. And there's a lot of expansion and a lot of um, growth happening at their facility. Welcome to Health City Cayman Islands, where it's our mission to deliver world-class healthcare that is both accessible and affordable. Health City Cayman Islands is the Narayana Health Group's first hospital outside of India. The vision of the famed Dr. Devi Shetty, Health City is built on his premise that a solution is only a solution 
if it's affordable. Opened in April 2014, Health City in a short six years has become the preeminent healthcare brand in the Caribbean and is now seen as competition to even the largest health facilities in the United States, especially South Florida. In 2016, Health City really made its mark by treating international patients from over 60 different countries around the globe. Patients from near and far are reassured by the hospital's commitment to quality and safety. Health City Cayman Islands is the sole facility accredited by Joint Commission International in the Cayman Islands and is only the second hospital in the entire Caribbean region to receive JCI accreditation. At Health City, we also have a deep organizational commitment to superior outcomes. Our physicians and surgeons are highly skilled with several years of specialized medical experience. Indeed, our quality measures meet or exceed those of the most prominent hospitals in the United States and elsewhere. We have a record of taking on difficult, unique, and challenging cases with exceptionally positive results. And in the hospital's six years of operation, our doctors have racked up an impressive list of medical firsts and milestones for the Cayman Islands and indeed the Caribbean region as a whole. Our team is dedicated to a culture of care because we know it's all about the total patient experience. We strive to exceed the expectations of our patients and their loved ones. Patients throughout the Americas and beyond have been drawn to Health City both for our overall vision and the ability to offer tertiary level care for a fraction of the cost in other markets, most notably the USA. Our ability to do this is newsworthy and has been reported on by major international news outlets. But beyond media reports and accolades, the true measure of our success is the opinions and experiences of our patients. They really say it best and let us know how much it really means to them. I couldn't have ever gotten anything more than I got. I'm amazingly pleased with my care. I'm a vascular surgeon at home. So I see plenty of patients after cardiac surgery. Um, and my care, my recovery, in my opinion, was as good or better than anyone I've ever seen. I'm very impressed with this. In fact, our company will consider sending some of our patients here for their care. In addition to the care we give our patients, one of the things we are most proud of is how we give back. In our first five years in operation, we provided life-saving surgery to over 500 children through working with international and local charities as part of our pediatric heart surgery program. Locally, we are committed to investing in Cayman's youth today in order to develop the doctors of tomorrow. To date, our Healthcare Explorers Education Program has offered over 6,500 free STEM education opportunities to students in the Cayman Islands. And further expansion of our footprint, medical services, and educational opportunities is planned as per the original vision and mission of Health City Cayman Islands. We had a very clear vision what exactly we wanted this Health City to become. We wanted to build a center of excellence for Western Hemisphere, wherein we do the cutting edge work where doctors from other parts of the world come here to learn. And we want to set new benchmark 
about delivering cutting-edge healthcare. And we believe if there is one country where we can make it happen, that is Cayman Island. In short, we will continue to transform healthcare and to change lives both locally and internationally. Our founder, Dr. Debbie Shetty, best summed up our future plans and prospects. This is just the beginning and the best is yet to come. Thank you very much. All right, folks, um, welcome back. Uh, Shamari, that's quite an introduction to, you know, not only the vision of what Health City uh, was meant to be, but also the fulfillment of, of that vision and the wonderful things that you guys are doing. So this morning, we want to focus on your executive health check. So last week, we saw a little glimpse into, um, you know, your eighth year anniversary and a bit more about the health checks and what was being offered. So it's wonderful now to have an opportunity to get into some of the details because I know some people are like, well, what's included in the health check and, you know, what do I get? And so now we're going to do just that. We're going to give everyone, folks, all of the details of exactly what an executive health check's involved. And there's actually more than one type of executive Correct. health check. So we will go through all of those in detail. So give us just a bit of an overview as to why people should really, um, take on the concept of doing an annual, I guess is the best way to do this, executive health check. Definitely, um, Sandra. And just to, just to state that um, you would have seen the video that was an overview of, of Health City, you know, what the vision was, what we have done, and, and a little bit of where we're going. And last week, if people tuned in, they would have seen the Kamana Bay and the radiotherapy for, for cancer care that will be coming. So we're just proud to be able to fill all of the major gaps from a healthcare mm -hmm. perspective in the Cayman Islands, um, you know, just so that we can match it being a first world nation, we can match having all of the levels of healthcare here on island. So you'll never have to fly overseas again. You'll be able to take care of everything closer to you at home with your family and friends as well. Mm -hmm. Now, Health City and everything you would have seen in the video is a lot of what we would do if you have an issue post right. you know heart attack post stroke and obviously we have our latest technology as well as um, the array of high quality physicians to be able to take care of you but now our executive health program health chart program is the preventative this mm -hmm. is the checkup to make sure you know if you have that car and if you mm -hmm. are taking that yearly servicing you know what happens after three or four or five years um, the car becomes deteriorated to a point where it takes a lot more money to get it back to where it needs to be. And that's why you have to constantly have checkups. So we just use that analogy um, because what our health check is supposed to do is identify the risk of future disease, um, mm -hmm. as well as to create a personalized program to help you improve your health if you currently have an issue. Um, as an example, when, and I know cancer is a scary thing at times, but when you, if you actually catch cancers when they're in their stage one, when they're in their infancy, mm -hmm. you have a 70 to 80% chance to cure it and to become um, as healthy as you were previously. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, as the stages progress, mm -hmm. those percentages become less and less. So it's very important. There was actually one day of our health executive checks that we call it for cancers in the early stages. 
mm-hmm. for. So it just shows wow. you that as people come through and as we do the blood checks and various checks, we're able to catch things as well as for the most part, we're also able to say, all right, here are your numbers. Mm-hmm. Here are the numbers that are where they need to be. And here is the roadmap. And we have dietitians um, that will give you advice as well as meal plans. Um, obviously, the physicians will tell you about the exercise and it just needs to be mm-hmm. 30 minutes, you know, three to five times a week, you know, three at the lower end, um, five mm-hmm. at the higher end, but just 30 minutes of physical activity in order to also help to be healthy. And, and we're here with you for that journey. And, and with Health City, we just want to make sure with our executive health packages, there are various levels that you can mm-hmm. actually take. The comprehensive is the one that gets treadmill. I know everybody always um, sees the treadmill and, and, and would associate mm-hmm. that with the health check just mm-hmm. to make sure that we can tell when you're under a little bit of stress to make sure that everything mm-hmm. is is firing away at as it should be. Um, and during our anniversary, you know, last year, I mean, last week, well, last year, last week we gave away some free health checks. Yes. Um, but just reminding persons that for our anniversary, our comprehensive health checks are going for 500 US, which mm-hmm. means if you have insurance, your wellness benefit typically would cover that. So there would be no out of pocket for you to come do your annual check, ensure you know your numbers, ensure that, you know, get the peace of mind that everything is okay. And if it isn't, and we're catching it at the beginning phase, we can say, Mm -hmm. I need to watch this, come back and see me in three months and six months, nine months to make sure you're back on track. Or if you're purely healthy, just go ahead and say, um, you know what, we'll see you again next year. Mm -hmm. So Hell City offers the full array and, and by us having the multidisciplinary team that we do have at Hell City, mm-hmm. the great news actually is that if there is something that we need to investigate further, we have the physicians for it. If, you know, God forbid, we, we see that there may be an issue, we have an array of physicians that will look at it and give you the best options moving moving forward. Mm. And Jennifer makes the point here that early detection saves lives. So folks, we want to make sure that you can call into the program 936-2626. I think that this concept of early detection and really understanding the importance of an executive health check becoming part of your annual routine is really, really important. So we know that as we get older, even some younger folks are things that they could have caught in their 20s or 30s had they thought, you know what, I need to start doing annual examinations. Um, just making sure the the health is, the heart is good, Um, checking blood pressure, because some of these, um, you know, sort of um, lifestyle related um, diseases are things that we acquire even when we're younger. So there are people who are in their 20s and 30s who can have aneurysms, who can have strokes, who can have high blood pressure and other issues. Um, Sometimes there might be a hereditary factor at play, as well as a lot of times it's just our lifestyle or just luck of the draw, you know? And there are times uh, that, you know, a 
really, really significant health risk is caught simply by going into the doctor. I've heard of so many amazing stories where someone just like, oh, I'm just going to go and get a health check done. And the doctor says, wow, this is something that we need to further test. Um, you know, I, I think of some really major examples, even here in our small community, where people didn't know that they had a serious illness, but something felt just a bit off. And they decided to go in for an executive health check. So I think making it a routine habit is a very, very good idea. And I like the fact that it covers a variety of different areas. So it is screening for conditions related to the heart, the liver. You can tell us, Shamar, you can go into a bit more details about what the screening includes. And then I do have, um, I'll share it here with our viewers online so that they can see what the different options are in terms of the executive um, options as well. So we can have a look at all of these. But um, do tell us, uh, Shamari, what are some of the screening that will be included in the executive uh, health checks? Oh, definitely. So we will have the full um, blood screening just to, as you mentioned, heart, liver, kidneys. So there's a liver function um, panel, kidney function panel, um, uric acid, thyroid panel. So the full array of tests will be conducted just to mm -hmm. good understanding and a good view of what your health looks like. Um, now, obviously, when when we actually do get Dr. Sandeep on here, he'll be able to go into much more detail. But mm -hmm. what we can state is, as an example, you would have seen the gentleman in the video, Dr. Leon Joseph, who mm -hmm. would have stated that he's a he's a vascular surgeon back home, mm -hmm. and that was been back home in Boston. He was the picture mm -hmm. of health for a mature gentleman. Um, he wasn't overweight. He exercised, exercised almost every day. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, he was a surgeon, always using his brain function. And he never would have thought anything was wrong with him. But doctors mm -hmm. being doctors, um, sometimes, you know, neglect to actually check themselves, even mm -hmm. though he was the picture of health. And mm -hmm. he was on a treadmill here at a local hospital. I'm sorry, at a local hotel and had a heart attack. Wow. And had two or three instances where they had to revive him um, mm. prior to getting to us and his nurse actually was a sorry his wife actually was a nurse by training mm -hmm. and when she saw the level of expertise from our doctors and our nurses there mm -hmm. was an option to air ambulance him back to the u.s obviously to his health facility for them to do the surgery and she said we won't get anything better than what we have here. And potentially this is better than anything I would have seen in the U.S. I'm making the call that we're doing the surgery here. And he said mm -hmm. she made the absolutely perfect call and that helped to save his life. But mm -hmm. I only I only mentioned that, that those are the worst case scenarios where health right. can help you. However, he even he himself should have been doing those yearly checkups, which he neglected, mm. um, you know, being busy and also doing everything he should have done, exercising, eating well. He was able to identify it. And it, it just shows you that you may see people and everybody knows this case. You see somebody who looks like um, they're the picture perfect, uh, you know, aim of what you would want from a health perspective. And then hear that mm -hmm. something tragic happened or they had an incident you wonder wow why but that's mm -hmm. why you need the health check and that's why we convince everybody to 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 come and get the health check and yes. um 
Sandy, I know we have a few Some testimonials. testimonials yeah, I would love to play one now so that people can see that persons in the community what what their thoughts are, um, and everybody that we would play would have done our health check more than once, and some mm -hmm. um, probably three out of the four I know actually do it annually. All right, so let's have um, a view, folks, of some of the testimonials. My name is Marcus Cumber, and I am delighted to talk about Health City. As I get older, I'm now over 50 years old. It's important that I have an executive medical every year. And there's no one else that I'd rather choose in Health City. They went through my results. They went through the procedure. They answered all my questions. They put me at comfort. And I just felt like I was being cared for. Every time I go back, they know me by name. They always welcome me. Um, and I, I will always use Health City. So All right, that, folks, so that, that's a testimonial. Yeah, and that's um, somebody that um, is, is well known. And yes. prior to Health City, he would have gone overseas. Um, right. And that's the other thing, um, Sandy, in that our, even if you're paying out of pocket, our executive health check is a fraction of, of what you would pay. Um, at a like facility in in the US. It ranges mm -hmm. at times anywhere from two to four thousand dollars to be able to mm -hmm. do the same level of health check that we're offering um, for under a thousand dollars or with additional um, one thousand one hundred and I think ninety ninety nine dollars. And these are all US prices. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously people can convert that with twenty percent less. And, mm -hmm. and the great news is, as I mentioned before, um, info at healthcity.ky or 640-404. And just let them know that you were listening and you heard about the special for the health mm -hmm. check on CMR and you would like to take advantage of it and you'll be able to get um, the discount that for our anniversary, our anniversary present, as I should say, um, yes, that we have beautiful. for you. All right. So Marissa says, um, just yes. to read a few comments, she says, very good to know. I did it. And they're so professional with their checks. Um, El Ray says that if you have a family history of heart disease and you're male over 40, I highly recommend that you get the calcium score test done. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So the CT um, calcium scoring is part of the um, a part of the the comprehensive with the cardiac, yeah, the cardiac yes. executive, um, and that's just to make sure that all of the arteries and everything is are, are pumping and and not mm -hmm. um, becoming less and less um, able to to allow the blood flow through. Which obviously, when it becomes restricted, is how you get heart attacks and mm -hmm. the, the and the such. Um, so we have the executive health check for $6.99. We have the comprehensive executive health check, which is the one that a lot of our, our um, persons who come through between the um, comprehensive mm -hmm. and the cardiac are, are two top um, packages that people actually come to, to Health City for. Right. So the I guess the basic executive health check has quite a bit of stuff in it. So you've got a complete blood count. So you do the CBC. Um, the A1C. Now I know that that's related to um, diabetic and sugar levels over a period of time. Is that right? That's the A1C. Um, correct. Yes. Yes. Because um, that's for myself personally, that's the number that um, I've been told to keep an eye on. Because 
the thing about your um, your sugar levels is you can go in in the morning, take a sugar test, that's perfectly fine, but that A1C gives you um, a longer period of like a snapshot over three months of kind of how it's doing over the long term. So make sure, folks, that you include that one for sure. But this is all included in the very basic package. You've got lipid fats proof profile. So this is all the cholesterol stuff, which is really, really important because of course your cholesterol levels, um, not just the total number, but I'm glad that they actually have a breakdown of the HDL and the LDL. Um, now this is the good versus the bad cholesterol and the actual ratio of good to bad, which is quite significant as well. Sandy, you, you sound like Dr. Sandy. I <laughs> You know what? Life has made me had to learn about these things because a lot of people do not know. But um, I actually had uh, an ex-husband who had a family of, of heart disease in his family. Oh, okay. And okay. yeah, his dad just one day died of, of a massive heart attack. And you know, the grandfather one day died of a massive heart attack. And so when I found that out, I said to my husband, he was always my ex-husband. He was you know very active and fit and whatever. And I said, hmm, I said, maybe we need to go and just do like a basic blood tests and cholesterol levels. And funny enough, he had very high cholesterol and it had to be um, maintained. It seems like there was a hereditary factor and it definitely had to be uh, maintained by, um, with medication because, you know, um, diet helps, but he had to be in such a regimented diet that a lot of times it was very, very difficult to maintain that level. So medication certainly helped. But I learned a lot about, um, you know, right. cholesterol and triglycerides and, and the, the importance of the ratio. And so, yeah, that's an area that I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, a nerd in, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. What, what does Sandy <laughs> not know? Okay. <laughs> But um, um, I, yes. I, I'm, I'm happy that you know um, a lot about this as well. But that's why um, this program is also important. So even mm -hmm. for persons who will not understand, obviously, what all of different um, tests and what mean, that's why we have physicians um, that mm -hmm. will be there to also discuss what's going to happen as well as on the back end. To You have a portfolio that explains exactly what all of um, your results mean and whether or not you need to change one or two things in your dietary habits, et cetera, mm -hmm. all towards being healthier and ensuring that you don't have any major issues um, in the near to, to medium future. Yes. So folks, the basic one also includes a liver function panel, which is really, really important. Kidney function, the uric acid. I mean, these are, are very, very comprehensive exams, I must say. A urine examination, you get the ECG included, the chest x-ray, and then of course the physician consultant who undoubtedly will go through all of these details with you. So every package that you then do after that, Shamari, just to um, ensure that I'm understanding it. So if includes I do the cardiac, includes all of that plus. Correct. Right? Wonderful. So Al Ray has recommended um, the basically the cardiac executive health check, which includes a CT calcium scoring, uh, which is looking a little bit more at the heart as well as an echocardiogram, which again delves into um, you know examining the function of the heart a little bit more. So that's that's quite uh, impressive there. Right, and and as you would see, um, Sandy the comprehensive executive health check includes um, all of the tests that you were speaking about um, mm -hmm. previously, 
um, as well as the treadmill testing for the cardiac, mm -hmm. um, abdominal ultrasound. And then for men, you get the PSA. And then for women, you get the pap smear and the pelvic exam. And then you also get the diet consultation with the nutritionist um, mm -hmm. to ensure that they're, you know, you may be doing the right things and they will confirm mm -hmm. it, or they may say you need to, you know, portion control um, and or eat more veggies and or, um, you know, eat more fruits because it contains X, Y, and Z. And based mm -hmm. on what we're seeing, this is, this is what you actually need in your diet. Right. But one thing I can tell you, they will always say 30 minutes of exercise at least three to five times a week. Yes, I need to get back in that wagon for sure. I've fallen off. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard to listen. When you fall, you fall hard. Yes. <laughs> I must tell you, it is challenging to, to get back. But you mentioned earlier that it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anything that's like, you know, I don't have to run out there and run a marathon. No. You know, it could be um, light exercise. It could be, you know, just walking around the neighborhood. Um, Correct. You know, Not like my work. son strolling, though, but yeah, you know, <laughs> picking up the pace a little brisk bit. <laughs> brisk walk, yes. Yes, yes. a brisk walk. Um, and then, of course, you can do sort of bolt-on or add-on options as well to any of the packages. Uh, tell us a little bit about what those options are. Right. So what one good thing about actually meeting with the physician as well is that they will be able to tell you just based on your history, family history and such, mm -hmm. whether they would suggest any of these add-on packages. There's sometimes when persons come and they ask for add-on packages and after doing the evaluation, the physician will say, you actually don't need that. Mm. So you, you can have a look. I know you have it on the screen, but we have tumor markers, hepatitis, um, bone mm -hmm. health screening, a diabetic screening, respiratory screening, um, STD screening, pelvic screening, and myocardial screening as well. But as I mentioned, when you come in and you speak to the physician, if it's recommended, we will help you to understand which, if any of those screenings you actually do need. And the great news is throughout the year, um, once again, we just want to make it accessible to the community. Mm -hmm. We'll be doing various promotions. And we had a promotion, for instance, that had to do for smokers, where mm -hmm. we were going ahead and giving respiratory screening um, for persons who are heavy smokers just to ensure that everything is is okay and then obviously to um, give some advice if they if uh -huh. they so would like that advice but there were certain criteria you had to meet in regards to the numbers of years you're smoking um, the number of packs that you may have been smoking or number of cigarettes i should say that you would have been smoking in any given day um, as well as your age and the such in order to to, to qualify um, for that type of screening. So throughout the year, mm -hmm. we will be doing various screenings in order to ensure that persons um, are able to access healthcare and to understand if any issues so that we can help earlier versus waiting. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit later and then it becomes more difficult. Of course. Now, of course, smoking is one of those preventable habits that if you can kick it, um, the better off you'll be because it impacts a lot of different, um, you know, sort of health markers in your life, everything from your cancer risk to obviously um, heart disease and other things. So if you can, if you can give up the habit, professionals are there to assist you as much as possible. So reach out to them. 
there are, I think, um, you know, interventions that they can give you as well. So the one that I'm happy to also see on here, um, Shamari, for women in particular, is not just the pap smear, but also the, um, I just saw it. No, the pelvic that. exam? The CA-125. Yes. Okay. So, you know, a lot of women I find don't know about the importance of everybody, you know, they push the pap smear a lot. So most of us know to do um, a pap smear exam, but we don't think about the CA-125, which is actually important for ovarian cancer. So that's another cancer that women need to um, be cognizant of. And along with that is included the pelvic ultrasound. So I think this is fantastic. Um, some really good tests here. STD screening. Uh, so you've got um, venereal disease screening, HIV screening, only $60. And again, if you're sexually active folks, this is one that you should add on as a standard, um, you know, bolt on as far as I'm concerned. I was just speaking to Noelle Cayasso over the weekend from the Cayman Islands AIDS Foundation. And he was saying how a lot of people do not know um, their current uh, status as it relates to just generally speaking, um, those types of diseases. And in particular, um, you know, the big one being HIV. So make sure you know your status, folks. And again, make it an annual um, an annual exam that uh, you're well informed about. And um, Sandy, um, once again, I'm, I'm so happy you're here because you're doing Dr. Sandeep. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we, we might have to borrow you and take you on other programs with us. <laughs> um, but oh, to, to your point, uh, we have one testimony. I'm not sure if you have it in order with a female um, mm -hmm. that is well known in the community as well. And and she yes. did one of the health checks and was kind enough to give us a testimonial. So I think based on what Absolutely. you were saying in regards to um, all of the offerings for females, I think it would be great if we could play her testimonial now as well. Absolutely, folks. So here's Catherine Tyson, who has had her executive um, checkup. And here's what she had to say. I'm Katherine Tyson. I've had the executive health check at Health City and it was an amazing experience. There was no question when I got there, you know, what the day was going to look like, um, you know, what kind of test I was going to take and how long the process would be. They even had a, a lunch ticket or a breakfast ticket or something. So it was just, I mean, it, it just was completely organized and it just went seamlessly. Health is your wealth. So I would tell anybody, go do it. Some good advice there. Um, health is your wealth. And absolutely, folks, uh, you can't do anything else without good health. So make sure that you make it a priority. So of course, we just had someone inquiring um, about the contact details again for Health City because they definitely want to get their exam booked. So 640-4040 is the phone number. And of course, you can uh, email them at appointments at healthcity.ky as well. And info at healthcity.ky if you have any questions or the health, um, health check wise or otherwise info at healthcity.ky you can send any question you have and we'll answer you within within the hour and if not within the hour typically within two hours beautiful 
All right, folks. Um, so we're joined here today in case you're just joining the program with Shamari Scott. And Shamari is going through all of the various types of uh, executive health checks that are available. There's several packages and you can pick a base package and then add on to that uh, depending on, you know, if you have any specific concerns or family history that would make you want to pause in the particular area. So for example, they have a diabetic screening option for only $43 that you can bolt on. Um, they have respiratory screening and they've got a pelvic screening for women. So Catherine was just sharing how she went and had a wonderful experience there at Health City. Uh, there's a bone health screen, which I think for a lot of women in particular um, of a particular age, as we as we get into our 50s and sort of into the senior years, of course, your bone health is extremely important. And you want to get an idea of where you're at with your vitamin D levels, um, everything from rheumatoid rheumatoid arthritis factors, um, x-rays if they're needed, and uh, bone density checks and so on. So some really good options as it relates to that as well. So tumor markers, um, again, priced very, very reasonably at only $170 as a package add-on option. Uh, the one that always kind of scares me a little bit is a treadmill test because that really makes <laughs> me know how out of shape I am. <laughs> No man, oh, it's, 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 you just you just have I start to... puffing and puffing. I'm like, oh god! And I that's what you're supposed to do. Even the very fit people, you need to get them to where they huff and puff, so that you can I you know. can see what's going on. So everybody like, huffs and puffs on it. Everybody huffs like, and puffs. Hmm. So not an issue. <laughs> not an issue. Not an issue. But but now that we're discussing thinking. it, um, yes. have you done an executive health check? I have not done one. Um, I don't think I have. I, I've been there for sort of, um, I was having Some a little bit of a specific concern. Right, right. Um, and I ended up taking the treadmill testing in relation to that. But no, I haven't. So I think I need to. I, I think you'd be a perfect guinea pig, huh? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> so that you could tell all of your yes. um, listeners, you know, how easy it was. What it was, yes. Um, so I kind of think when, when I'm looking at this, for me, uh, given my age, because you know I'm now middle age, folks, so we got to be realistic about our risk. That I definitely want to do the cardiac executive health check, and I would add on um, as a woman probably the bone health screen, diabetic screening, because we do have a family history of uh, diabetes in the family, and probably the pelvic exam for sure. That's just me. But of course, when I speak to the experts, they might say, well, Sandy, you know, you want to do a few other things. So my father um, passed away of stomach cancer. And this is why you got to know a little bit about your family history, folks. There's Definitely. no shame in it. I know there was a time when, you know, the C word was something that we didn't even want to say out loud. But, you know, you're able to um, protect yourself as well as educate yourself about these things if you're willing to uh, speak to your physicians about them. So of course there is a, a history of um, cancer in my family from siblings to, you know, I've lost a sibling already to breast cancer. And then, you know, she was in remission for a number of years, but um, you know, stomach cancers is considered very serious cancer, of course. And so just being cognizant and aware of all of these things by way of screening and early detection. And as Shamari said earlier in the program, Early detection, without a doubt, especially when it comes to cancers, really saves lives. So I think, you know, these are some amazing options that um, are available. 
and and mm. Sandy, just to mention, prior to um, going to Hell City, I raised my hand, typical Caribbean man, unless mm -hmm. it's falling off, I didn't want to go to the hospital or I didn't want to go see a doctor, right? Yes. And just being in the hospital, you understand that if you catch it early, Yes. then that makes a world of difference. And 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 what I had to start thinking about as you get older and as you have a family, that it's not only about you, mm -hmm. right? It was only going to impact you, then maybe fine. But it impacts your wife, your significant other. If you have children, you have to think about the fact that you want to be around and you want to be as healthy as, healthy as possible for your children. And you just to, due to your selfishness of not wanting to go to the doctor, shouldn't mm -hmm. that, Firstly, impact your family moving forward. If God forbid, um, there was something there that you didn't catch for many years, uh -huh. and, and it took a negative turn. Um, so, as the breadwinner, or as somebody who contributes, you know, both emotionally and obviously financially to to households, we need to take care of ourselves. And this is that first step. And uh -huh. you know, you may be scared, but however, when you go in and whatever there is there's a team of people that are there to help you to ensure that you're your healthiest self and around for your family and friends for many years to come mm -hmm. wonderful all right uh, jonathan says that we need to all eat more organic but who can afford it so many fruits and vegetables uh, have so many gmos in them i'm not sure that has anything to do with cancer <laughs> well i think jonathan eating as healthy as you can um pesticide free is the way to go but you know what you can incorporate a lot of things right in your own back garden you don't have to go out and purchase everything uh, we have a garden thanks to marlon and his uh, green thumb definitely not my green thumb <laughs> but um <laughs> You know, we, we have so not some, only IT gardening I know, as well. I'm you, he's got a lot of skills. Right. Um, but you know, we uh, we have um, scallion and um, bok chow and regular lettuce. And I'm nice. I'm going to taste this morning after the show. Uh -huh. Now I know plantains are not the healthiest thing in the world, but <laughs> um, we have our own plantain trees now. So I'm going to get to taste oh, yeah? my own. Plantain. Yeah. So how yeah, long did it take for uh, for it to actually bear fruit? They, they took a while because they have to grow. Okay. Like I remember when they right. were just, you know, yeah. So it took, right. uh, it took a while, um, but they're Years bearing, they're bearing fruit now, boy. And that's the uh, whole, yeah, a lot of patterns on that, on that platen. They'll be bearing from here on out. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about that. So Jonathan, you know, there are little things that we can do. Um, sometimes it's not the big, cause the big changes can be overwhelming. Even when you guys know about my plan to, <laughs> everybody keeps asking me, have you kicked off that 50 by 50? But this is the plan to lose 50 pounds by the time I hit 50 Got about okay. a year and a half. So we can, we can do it. Okay. Uh, but it has to be done in, in measurable, like small baby steps. Right. And I think when you take that approach, life is just so much less overwhelming. When you think about, oh my God, GMOs and organic and I can't afford it and I got all these bills to pay, just do a little bit of something. So maybe you live in an apartment, for example, and you don't have a lot of outdoor space. You know, you can actually do aquaponics um, little segments in your kitchen. Like I've gone into people's homes and see them growing their own herbs right on the kitchen counter and these little kits that you can get. So start small um, and then Jonathan, see where you go from there. Uh, Perla, good morning. Um, she says, welcome to Shamari. And by the way, there are a lot of 
beautiful local farmers that will offer you pesticide free options. You can go to the farmer's market. Uh, you can go out to the, um, I'm forgetting their name right now, but the farm there, um, Beacon Farm and Frank Sound as well. And you can pick up, you know, fresh, fresh stuff. So Marshall says that I've known of men who have died of colon cancer because they thought that they were much too much of a man to get the examination done. Wow. How sad is that? Um, yeah, I mean, don't be afraid of, of these things. Uh, sometimes examinations are not the most comfortable things in the world, but as I say, it only lasts for a time and the information, the wealth of information that you get from it, uh, can really be life-saving. So just do it. Definitely. Diet consultation. This one sounds exciting. Shamari. Um, one of the first things they'd probably say to me is to give up the plantain. So Chanel <laughs> agrees with that. She <laughs> says, just don't fry them. Well, listen, you guys know about these air fryers. Do you have an air fryer, Shamari? I do not have an air fryer. Well, I've been told I have one that's uh -huh. been in the box for a while now. I haven't taken yeah. it out yet. How does it but work? I plan, on, I plan on using it. But I've heard <laughs> that plantains actually taste really good in an air fryer. Okay. And the air fryer allows you to have your quote unquote fried <clears throat> foods without actually frying them in the traditional oh, way. So they're not okay. taking up all the oil and stuff like that. But so you still put oil in it though. No, you actually use the air to make it crispy. It's like a convection type of oh, really? method. Yes. Well, I thought you had to still so, put some some level of oil in there. Oh, okay. I oh, don't okay. think so. I think that's it uses the air. Oh that's the well, whole you tell um, me, you tell me because I love fried food too. So you let me know. Yes. <laughs> you um, let me know, and then I'll see if I should buy one. Yep. So <clears throat> it's um it's basically a convection oven for your countertop mm -hmm. is essentially what it is. So I, I've got one, and I've yet to try it out. But when, once I heard that plantains can be put in the air fryer, I was like, hmm. Now it's becoming more enticing for me to try it. So Amaria agrees that an air fryer is the best thing man has made. Wow. <laughs> Forget computers, <laughs> forget medical innovations. She's like, air, air fryers, fryers it. it. That's right. <laughs> and Chantel agrees that it's wonderful, uses no oil at all. Okay. So, and plant trees. check takes, it out, man. Yeah, Sydney confirms that plant and trees take about nine months to be ready. Yeah, it's been a while because I kept harassing Marlon. I'm like, uh, when am I going to get a plant? <laughs> Typical wife. So I you know. planted a tree and you're like, where's the fruit? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Jeff agrees. Thank you, Jeff Pucci. He says the air fryer is the best thing my wife has purchased in the last number of years. Wow. Wow. So some okay. real testimonials here. Um, I, hope, I hope she didn't buy him other gifts for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Shamari? I was just having a think about this. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we need to do for my 50 by 50 plan is we right. definitely need to um, have need a sit down start. with a dietitian. You need to start and with, the, with the executive health check. Yes. Understand well, yes. exactly what my you need to first. do. Right, yeah. right. And then and that's where the dietitian um, can actually help you uh -huh. to understand where you need to actually adjust and what more you need to do um yes. in order to one be healthier but two if you have a specific weight goal they can also help you understand um mm -hmm. the types of foods you need to do that will help you to burn more that's right. still healthy of course yes yeah. um i wonder if she'll come in my kitchen and go grocery shopping with me because yeah, i, maybe I need let's that make, level of let's, let's make let's that make a challenge and let's yeah. make that happen we can film it 
All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So Jamila says the air fryer is life. Wow, hey. we're, we're missing out. <laughs> air fryer. We are missing out. So folks, um, start with the executive health check, but I'm glad to hear that a lot of yeah. you, um, Rita also ch chimes in, says that I love my air fryer. You don't really need oil at all. Okay. Um, so the air fryer is the, the number one kitchen appliance sounds like that's going to make your life, your life healthier. But um, again, folks, there is this wonderful list of executive health checks that are available to you. So let's make a goal. I always try to do things like kind of around certain dates so that I remember to do them. Like I always do my mammogram in August because that's my birthday. And I'd be like, okay, this right. is my birthday month. I'm going to celebrate my birthday and do my mammogram. So um, folks, just pick a date. doesn't really matter. Just pick a date and run with it in terms of making this an annual event. So I'm committed. I'm going to do one, mm -hmm. Shamari. I'm making uh, a commitment here yeah. this morning to get I'm my executive it. health check done. So <laughs> let me look at, let me look at some dates and uh, let's get me in there and then have everything done. And then, you know, yeah, I can talk about, I, I have a few little, few little issues. I definitely uh, want to discuss as well. Um, but yeah, that sounds good. I'm, I'm I'm googling and looking at all these versions of air fryers <laughs> to see. What, <laughs> do they sell them on island, or you have to you have to? I have see. seen them at local retailers, okay. so they're all definitely right. available okay. on island. Yes, okay. so perfect. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so thank you, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is having a good laugh. I think at your comment about the gift giving. <laughs> he um, knows. He knows. <laughs> Anne is asking about how long does it take for the executive health check. So you go in. So like an yeah. all-day procedure? So or typically it would about? be around four hours, four okay. to five hours, just because obviously we have everything compressed in one area. So you're mm -hmm. able, able to get from one area to the other area quickly, and um, we schedule mm -hmm. it. We have an executive health team, that, so we schedule mm -hmm. it to ensure that you get your results. Um, same day, unless something um, happens where the there's an emergency and the doctor has to leave, but then you'd get it by the next day. You'd set up the consult, but that's minimal that that happens for the most part. Everybody would get the results the same day. And if you were to go to the U.S. and have the same type of um, health check, typically, typically it takes two days. So this is, you know, another area of convenience as well as the timing is another one of our USPs. And I need a Google with uh, Sandra and do some research, but my understanding um, of executive health checks is obviously when you have Fortune 500 companies mm -hmm. and your senior level executive VPs and presidents and CEOs are to the company worth X amount just based on their expertise, it made sense for you to ensure that these executives were healthy because that mm -hmm. impacts your stock prices, et cetera, et cetera. And here we are making sure that everybody can gain access to it because it's the right thing to do. And it's it's important for us all to understand what our health looks like and so that we can make the changes needed if necessary. Mm -hmm. So folks, this is all about um, a path to really just your health uh, evaluation journey to make sure again that you have all of this important information available to you because as they say, knowledge is power. So the executive health checks is your road to longevity. And who doesn't want to live a long, fruitful life? You know, El Ray, he commented early in the program. I think recently he shared that he is 50 plus and, you know, he exercises, he eats well. And I, I was amazed actually that 
that's actually how old he was. I thought he was younger than that. But he looks fantastic and he takes care of himself. And although you might look at someone on the outside, they look good. That doesn't always give you a full indication of what's happening on the inside. And that's where the executive health checks, I think, can give you a much better um, perspective and a fuller picture of exactly where you are with your health. So make it a priority, uh, my Keymanians and everybody else, um, to get your executive health check. Make it a routine examination because, as Keymanians always say, an ounce of prevention. Finish, finish it for me, Shari. Announce a of prevention. Worth, yeah, it's worth a pound of cure, right? Something like that. You got to get, you definitely have to get ahead of, of these things. Is there anything else that we wanted to discuss in relation to the executive um, health checks this morning? We broke up there for a second, Sandy. So not sure if oh, you got my My answer. apologies. <laughs> um, no, I was just saying if there was anything else that we wanted to discuss this okay. morning specific. No, to the no, executive no, that's it. That's it. I'm going to have to run shortly, but yes. um, just want to say that obviously, you know, your health is at the tip of your fingers. Just dial 640-4040 or type us at info at healthcity.ky. And we have our anniversary special executive health check, 500 comprehensive executive health check for 500 mm -hmm. U.S., and for those that have insurance, you'll be able to use your wellness benefit for the most part. So you're not paying out of pocket, even if you need to pay mm -hmm. out of pocket. Um, you know, $500 investment is definitely something that's important to ensure you know your numbers, understand your health. And if there is something that caught, that is caught, it's more um, beneficial to be able to deal with it at this point in time versus waiting, which then you know, cost goes up as well as the disease issues become greater. And, mm -hmm. you know, worst case scenario, um, there could be loss of life and or, you know, you would have to miss a lot of time at work and the such. And mm -hmm. that's why we always want to take care of these things sooner than mm -hmm. than later. So info at healthcity.ky or 640-4040. Does the um, uh, anniversary special do you get anything for the anything any sort of discounted rate on the executive and the cardiac executive health check is that what i'm so the the cardiac executive health check what we what we will do is that for the comprehensive you would mm -hmm. pay the 500 and then right. there'll just be a difference of about 200 dollars, and then you'll be able to do that one as well okay awesome all right, so some good deals, folks. Um, Health City is celebrating their eighth anniversary, and these are wonderful um, pricing options for you to just be motivated to get it done now. Price is no concern. Um, you know, contact your insurance company. It sounds like the majority of it would be covered by them in any event as part of your preventative health coverage, which is an annual um, you know benefit that you get from even I think the most basic of insurance plans. So take advantage of that. Doctors are not there just because you're not feeling well, you're sick. They're there to help you live a, a better, fuller life. And preventative uh, medicine is really the way to go. So Shamari Scott, uh, thank you so much for thank joining for the program me. today. Of course, Jamari is the Chief Business Officer at Health City Cayman Islands, and you can contact them again at 640-4040 or info at healthcity.ky in order to find out more details and to book your appointment. Jamari, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Till All next right, week. Uh,
Yes. Have a good week. And uh, he'll be back here next week. And, you know, every single week, we're going to learn a little bit more about what Health City has to offer and talk to some of their experts. You know, each month uh, represents a different um, area of, of concern. And we'll start to delve into some of these. So we do have, let me tell you what this particular, we're in the month of April. So April, in terms of health and awareness month, here's a great one. Stress Awareness Month is the month of April. Um, we have International Cesarean Awareness Month. So those of you who've had ba babies by cesarean, uh, by C-section, will know um, the, the life-saving option that that can be for a lot of women who may not be able to deliver a baby um, any other way. It's also Parkinson's Awareness Month. So there's a lot of things going on in the month of April. And I think we can use the expertise at Health City to delve into some of these things. We have Bowel Cancer Awareness Month, IBS. If you don't know what IBS is, it's something that I actually suffer from myself. Um, that is irritable bowel syndrome. And boy, ugh, I can give you a lot of tummy aches. Um, so we can learn a little bit more about that. Perhaps we'll reach out to the experts there at Health City. It is also Parkinson's Awareness Week, which is uh, the 10th through the 16th. So pretty much we're in Parkinson's Awareness Week right now. And what else do we have for... Um, do, 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 do. for the month of April, stress awareness. Oh, we all need a little bit of that. Um, yeah, so we can look at some of these throughout the month. We have, of course, Easter's coming up. Oh, here's a good one that's coming up from the 18th through the 22nd. National Stop Snoring Week. I think we will talk to Health City about that one because there's there could be a medical reason why you are snoring. Sometimes um, heavy snoring is and sleep disturbances because of it is an actual threat to your health. And so it's not just that it's irritating and you hate to pe hear people snore. You know, some people are chronic snorers because there's something else going on health-wise. So I think that that is coming up the 18th through the 22nd. So maybe we could tap into the resources there at Health City to find out more about that, because I do believe that they actually have a sleep, um, what's it called, a sleep facility where you can go there at night and they will make observations, um, you know, based on what they see. So it's also Allergy Awareness Week coming up the week of April the 20th through the 25th. So lots of things, uh, folks, going on in the month of April. And of course, it would be a miss of me not to say for in the UK, for example, that it's National Pet Month. Isn't that beautiful? So April is actually National Pet Month as well. Um, so we'll, we'll dig, dig into a bit more of those health-related um, awareness events that are happening throughout the month of April. Folks, a time check, 844 uh, in the morning. Do give us a call at 936-2626 is a telephone number. You can join the conversation. Feel free to participate at any level. You've got something on your mind, then by all means, um, let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. So let me just see um, what else we've got by way of comments. So Jonathan is thinking about a little garden. He said he was going to try it, but then he stopped because of the iguanas. But now I've got to worry about the fruit. Pirates always uh, poaching people's fruit. Jonathan, there's always a million excuses not to do something, but do it anyway. Because believe me, like I said, you can have an indoor garden. You can do gardening on your back porch. Um, I must say that the iguanas have been less frequent 
Um, however, because of COVID and the stop to the um, culling program, I have seen the emergence of iguanas a little bit more. Now, when you say the fruit pirates, I'm assuming that you're talking about the beautiful Cayman parrots. And, um, you know, I was saying this to someone last week. I love Cayman parrots. To me, they're the most beautiful bird. And when I, whenever I hear them, I'm outside and I hear them. I always look up to see how many are in the clan because parrots are very social creatures. So they tend to travel in pairs of at least two, if not more. And so, you know, I see them flying around from one mango tree to the next and we've got a mango tree and listen, I'm like, if the parrots want to eat one or two mangoes, let them have it. Uh, but I'm also not a farmer. So, you know, I, I have a very different perspective, I think, on parrots. It's not my livelihood. I don't rely on farming uh, for a living. So I'm probably less bothered by the parrots, but they were here first. They were enjoying Mother Nature way before we were on the scene. So I'm like, let them enjoy a kneeseberry or, or a mango or whatever it is that they love to eat. So Malachi um, says good morning to Perla. Um, she says, you have some serious food for thought and thank you so much for caring and sharing. So, um, she was saying about the health, um, concerns about an air fryer. So as it relates to the microwave, so you know what, we can dig into this a little bit more because on the one hand, um, Perla, you have to consider the concept that the air fryer is saving you especially because we do like fried foods, it's saving your health in that regard. So you're not using oils. And those are the things that are more likely to kill you than a microwave. Because I can tell you a microwave does not emit um, as much unhealthy waves as people actually think. But now that you brought it up, um, uh, let's see how it compares um, to a regular oven. So we know that air fryers, so just having a quick look online, that it cuts calories by 70 to 80% and has a lot less fat. Okay, so um, cuts down on the healthy, um, harmful effects of cooking with oil. Let's see what else it says. So benefits and risks according to medical news today. So the air fryers have been all the rave for a minute. Uh, so Perla does ask a very interesting questions. So deep fried foods tend to contain a lot more fat than foods cooked in any other way. And a lot of y'all are deep frying foods, everything from plantain to God knows what else. So of course we know that the better method of cooking includes roasting and grilling to a certain extent, but even grilling foods can have um, a health cons concern or component if it's charred, like when you grill it, if it's actually charred. So I know a lot of Caymanians, Jamaicans, Caribbean people in general, um, love to jerk food, right? And one of the concerns with anything, whether it's a steak or jerk chicken or whatever pork that you're putting on it, is the, the um, act of grilling, right? That dark charred stuff that comes up on it, that's actually our carcinogenic. So that is cause, that is cancer causing. And a lot of people don't know that. Some people live by grilling, like every meal, it's like grilling something. So you've got to be careful um, of that sort of thing, right? So here's the thing. You've got 100 grams of fried and battered chicken breast that contains 13.2 grams of fat compared to just 0.39 grams of fat if you do oven roasted chicken breast instead. Of course, we're going to admit that for a lot of foods, they taste better when they're fried. Hmm. 
So air fryers uh, require a fraction of the oil, or if any at all, that deep fryers need. And so that makes it a much uh, healthier option for you. Hmm. All right. So in case you're wondering, air fryers actually work by circulating hot air around a food item to create the same crispness in traditional fried foods. And they accomplish this by removing high fat and high calorie oils from the cooking process. So for example, you could use maybe just one tablespoon of cooking oil rather than multiple cups, or you can actually produce a similar result um, with no food, no oils at all. Mm. So air fryers are heated air that contains fine oil drop, droplets to make the moisture, sorry, to take the moisture out of the foods. And the result is that um, it makes them nice and crispy. And it goes on to say in this article that like many other cooking methods, air frying triggers a chemical reaction called the Millard effect uh, that improves the color and flavor of air fried food. Okay. Uh, so it's definitely better than deep frying. It can promote weight loss. Um, here's something else that's interesting. Air fryers reduce the risk of toxic, toxic, ac oh God, that's a big word. Uh, acclimate formation, whatever that is. Mm. So it's so interesting that we're talking about, is it healthy? But you don't know what frying food actually does because we've all grown so used to frying food and here comes a newer technology and you become scared of it, but actually frying food can cause, now who really thought about this? We know that fried food is good for you, but let's break it down. Frying food and oil can cause dangerous compounds to develop such as, you know, this is a tricky word. So I'm going to do a little dictionary.com lookup. Y'all know I, I love to be able to pronounce a word. So let's see how this one is pronounced because somehow I think I'm getting it wrong. Let's see. Um, it is, let's see. Acrylamide. 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 So it's called acrylamide or acrylamide. I was totally off on that one. Acrylamide. So this or acrylamide. This is your word of the day. Acrylamide. A-C-R-Y-L-A-M-I-D-E, acrylamide. So basically that's a colorless, odorless, toxic crystalline compound. All of you scientists out there, C3H5NO, soluble in water, alcohol, and acetone, used in the synthesis of polyacrylamide and other organic materials, such as textile fibers ooh, in the processing of ore and in the treatment of sewage. Say what? <laughs> So when you fry food, that dangerous compound is developed. Wow. Who would have known? This compound forms in certain foods during high heat cooking methods, such as deep frying. Now, I think that uh, Perla didn't intend for us to go this deep into the conversation, but this is why it's so good to educate yourselves because you're thinking, ooh, Air fryer versus frying food. We're used to frying food, but look at how frying food is so incredibly dangerous. Uh, no wonder it's killing us because it's creating, you know, chemical um, dangerous compounds that we didn't really think much about. So according to the International Agency for Research on Cancer, acrylamide uh, has links to the development of certain cancers, including endometrial cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, breast cancer, and um, 
okay, hold on. There's another one. We're going to need some help pronouncing. Ugh, these medical terms can be so hard. All right, hold on. Let me get the correct pronunciation of this one. I want to say it's esophageal, but let me just double check. Esophageal. Esophageal, which is part of esophagus. But yes, esophageal cancers. So, um, folks, you know, this is stuff that I certainly had no idea. Additional studies have actually linked it to a dietary, um, have also linked dietary, um, what did we say this word was again? Acrylamide <laughs> and kidney at endometrial and avorian cancers. Um, so again, air frying will reduce the risk of having that particular compound in your food. And of course, we know that cutting down on deep fried foods, folks, also reduces all sorts of disease risk, heart disease included. Now, let's look at the adverse um, effects of air fryers. So let's look at it. Number one, air frying does not guarantee a health, healthy or healthful diet. So it's healthier food options than deep frying, limited uh, fried food intake altogether would benefit a person's health. But replacing a deep fried food with air fried food is no way a guaranteed of a healthier diet. I mean, that makes sense, right? So again, um, if you sit down all day and eat air fried popcorn um, shrimp, for example, that's still not incredibly healthy. So you still want to make sure that your diet is filled with vegetables, fruits, whole greens, and lean protein. Now, if you use the air fryer to augment the times that you would have a fried food in, in your plate, so, you know, instead of frying my plantains, I'll air fry them, but I'm still getting lots of vegetable, fruits, whole grain, and lean protein, that really um, is the way to go. So it does say that although um, air fries reduce the likelihood of the acrylamide formation, um, other potential harmful compounds still could form. However, it does note that not all air fryers uh, run the risk of creating these compounds. And so this is where you probably need to have a look at the type of air fryer that you're actually purchasing. Mm. So here's the thing. If you're cooking meat at high heat, right? And this is why, again, any uh, sort of dietitian or um, a nutritionist will tell you that the, le the least amount or the less amount of meat that you eat, the better for you. Because anytime you cook meat at high heat, you are looking at uh, producing certain compounds. And that is true whether you're air frying it deep frying it or probably even have it in the oven. So just cut back on the meats. Hmm. So uh, it's one way, I think, to add a little bit of health um, to the diet. So thank you, Perla, for um, bringing that up. I think that was a useful bit of information for our listeners to have access to. Big shout out to DJ Yo-Yo. All right, and if you do not hablo español, DJ Yo-Yo was just saying, tune in to K-Man's number one talk show, The Cold Hard Truth.
You've got it locked right here. So thank you guys so much. Perla, uh, you're most welcome. Um, she says the outside old time grill, some wood cooking and branches in the fire. So all of these things have some adverse effects, folks. Good morning to Miss Darlene. Uh, Miss Sue says use olive oil for cooking um, in the oven or roasting. Ervalyn confirms that certain grills are not good either. Do your research before purchasing these barbecue grills. Well, listen, any high heat method, which includes grilling your food, um, you know, has uh, some downsides when it comes to your health. So slow cooking, especially meats, is a much better option. So Ervalyn says she uses her stovetop and her oven. She doesn't trust air fryers and microwaves. I eat straight out of the pitas. Um, the pitas. I'm done cooking. Do you mean the pots? Even the types of pots that you're using, folks, can certainly make a difference in your health. But you know what is so funny? Can I tell you all something? When I read comments like this, um, Ervalyn says she uses organic coconut oil. I think that these things are great and they're wonderful. But a lot of us, uh, we sort of hyper-focus on certain elements of like, I'm not going to use this. I'm not going to use that. And then we're smokers. <laughs> it's like, to me, I always look at somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to run and I'm going to do it. And you're a smoker. I'm like, okay, um, probably the one thing you should give up is, is cigarettes. You know, that's like the one killer right there that you could probably add years of uh, health and wellness to your life. So we all have our Achilles heels. Uh, for some of us, it's sweetness. We got a sweet tooth. Uh, we can't stay away from fried foods, you know, and I think, you know, you work on one little thing at a time and uh, you'll get there. So Perla recommends always doing your research before purchasing something. Absolutely. Marshall uh, says nothing is good for your health wise. Just try to eat healthy and do portion controls and exercise. I think that's the key. 936 26, 26 folks. Um, what else is on your mind? So in tomorrow's discussion, we're going to be, um, I don't want to get into it today because it's quite a big discussion, in fact, but we are going to be discussing, um, you know, the fight clubs in our schools. So make sure that you tune into that. And also don't forget on tomorrow evening, we have Impact Wednesday with Premier Panton. So this is your opportunity to have direct access every other Wednesday to the Premier. And he's here to answer your questions and uh, take your feedback about the PAC administration who's coming up now on one year almost of being in office. The Cold Hard Truth now has your premiere access with Premier Panton. Hello, everyone. This is Wayne Panton. Come and join me on Cayman Mar Road's premiere access every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. for a frank and open Q&A session. I'm here to answer your questions about the issues that concern you the most. Tune in to YouTube and Facebook Live on Wednesday. We will see you there. Full transparency answering your questions down to earth accountable and accessible to who matters you don't miss premiere access on the cold hard truth spilling the tea like no one else All right, so big shout out there to Premier Panton, who will be joining us tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. Make sure that you tune in. Um, his 
first time coming here on Bobo 89.1 was two weeks ago, and it was quite a wonderful show. Lots of callers called into the program because, again, it's a way for the premier to, you know, he's often very, very busy, but I think he needs to have that direct connection to the people of the Cayman Islands where he can hear your concerns, uh, hear your voice, and you can certainly um you know, ask him any question that you may have concerns about. So we get questions here all the time on the program. People uh, sometimes call into the show as well as they will message me off air. And one of the most interesting things that uh, I got recently was a question about the needs assessment unit. And a big shout out to um, another listener who sends in a WhatsApp comment. They say an air fryer is not a microwave. An air fryer is basically a convection oven no radiation is admitted at all. And that is correct. Um, so the process is very, very different. Uh, someone also says that they would like an air fryer um, and they can't afford one. If I had a debt, a debit card, maybe I could buy one from Amazon where it's cheaper. That's the reason I need a caretaker to help me with these things. Um, yes. So they want to know if they can call in to show. Absolutely. You can call in. And by the way, the 936 number, you can even call via WhatsApp on that number. So if you don't have any credit to call direct, you can um, make it a WhatsApp call as well. So definitely call in. Air fryers, I feel like they're pretty reasonably priced. Um, so, you know, you can uh, get them at a lot of the local retailers. So we've got a bit of breaking news happening this morning, folks. I've got multiple people sending me this uh, breaking news alert coming out of New York. Five people have been shot. Uh, unexploded devices found at the New York train station. Thank you. Big shout out to both Kevin and Paul, who are both sending this information almost simultaneously. So this is a developing story as we speak that is happening right now. So five people were shot Tuesday morning, that's this morning, at a subway station in Brooklyn, New York, law enforcement at sources have said. Fire personnel responding to report to smoke at the 36th Street Station and the Sunset Park neighborhood found multiple people shot and undetonated devices. Wow. New York City Fire Department spokesperson has said um, that the... 13 people have been injured and no details on what those injuries entail yet. So according to multiple law enforcement sources briefed on the investigation, preliminary information indicated a suspect fled wearing a construction vest and a gas mask. Um, and photos of the scene tending to bloody passengers lying on the floor of the station. Further details are not yet available. So that was one news story. Uh, let's have a look at the other one. Mm -mm -mm. It's crazy. So um, this is also another one about a mass shooting, multiple victims shot at Brooklyn subway station, explosions heard, and then undetonated uh, devices. So um, mm, mm -mm. oh my God. Um, so this isn't good. Uh, I'll show our online viewers some of it. Uh, viewer discretion is definitely advised. And um, wow, this is crazy. So uh, this is the carnage this morning at a subway shooting in um, in New York City. Oh my gosh, it's horrific. Wow.
All right, not quite sure what's going on there, but um, of course, folks, be mindful of the fact that, you know, in the U.S., they have a lot of um, mass shootings. That's their thing that they're known for, which is really, really unfortunate. Uh, uh -uh. I don't even know. Don't know what to say. Um, okay, so I do have someone who's trying to call in, but they're actually calling the wrong number. All right, so let me try to send her the correct number here. All right, folks. Um, okay, 936-2626 is the correct number that you should be calling, folks, if you're trying to get onto the program. Um, yeah, so this is breaking news coming out of... Uh, of New York um, this morning. So we'll keep our friends and family members in New York in our thoughts and prayers for sure. And um, let's hope that there's been no loss of life. I do see a lot of the people based on those photos are sitting up. So hopefully they can get immediate medical attention. All right, we do have a caller who's joining us. So, um, Caller, good morning and welcome to the program. Hi, good morning, Sandy. Good morning, how are you? Hello. Hey, not too good. Is Jamari still there? Oh, no, he's left already. Oh, I want to catch him because when the last time the doctor was on, I gave you my number. I guess you were so busy that you didn't get to have them call me and because I am such a bad state right now but I wish you would call me right now because I'm so contemplating uh, uh, I was trying to go back to GP but I don't really want to go back there they, uh, I'm just sick of all of this stupidness so I need if they would call me because I'm about to soon call 911 so um, if they would just call me and try to help me as much as they can because I'm not getting, I'm getting my pain help from my doctors at the hospital. She's great, they're great. The ACU or the ABO, they're great, they're good. And um, certain the oils and so on helps a little bit with the height, with the low to medium pains and so on. But I've got so much complications and one is fighting against the other and I'm not getting the help and support that I think I truly need. So I was wondering if you could have them call me as much as I can. As they, oh, uh, uh, forgive me now if you hear a lot of noise, hollering, screaming, blank out. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. This is why I don't call anyone because I don't know what state my body will go in. And in second, it could be good, in second, it could be bad. You know, my knees with fibromyalgia and this Reynolds is crazy. I think I have it all over my body. And uh, my heart, so they say, panosphalitis. My brain, my brain is, it's still like fire ants, right? And my neurons are firing off in my body. Mm. Sorry, oh sorry, my sorry. Gosh. It's not that you're in a lot of pain. Yes, this is pretty much 90% of my life. So people at home laugh, I have to laugh, and I dance it off because I enjoy dancing or sing it off or something. Because I don't know control it. A lot of the medications, they don't work. Uh, uh, 
and, and I blank out sometimes. I blank out, you have to bring me back in. Please to bring me back in to remind myself of talking about because I forget.
Well, well thank you, Miss Vanita. We're gonna, we're gonna... Oh, another one I'm praying for. I, I'm giving a good caretaker I had before with this company, but this company they won't run you around. They make you miss your appointment. A very important appointment. My my bottle of the injections that I get for my face. They help so I must say with my TMJ as you are and um the brain the brain, the brain, the brain, the brain, the brain is on fry mode. Most of the time, mm, excuse me, I repeat exactly. I don't remember. I blank out. I forget. What are we talking about again? Uh, you were saying that mm-hmm. time you're looking for a good caretaker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want some specific people. Yeah, I don't want to feel embarrassed when I deal with certain of the people. Remember, if you could send me one, so I could send them to send a quick help, man. Sorry, so. All right. I regret my prayer hard one, but I can't deal with that services. Not fair. I'll call name because I ain't lie like you. I, I about if they about about doing these things to people and making your life worse, it don't make no sense to have them. Um, you know, the young lady, oh, she was great, but the company, they were slack, especially the head nurse. I'm sorry, I'm tired of you, you all people trying to take advantage of sick people. So anyway, I I gone now because of a kindness. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get more of a now. Okay. Right there. Thank okay. you very much. Oh, no oh, oh, oh. Uh, right, people think that sometimes see they're not connected now with the rain out. I can't turn you off. You got to turn you off. Okay, see, I can't honey. connect no because problem. of the rain. Pain, pain, pain. Ah. It's okay. It's okay, so no. All right, so we'll disconnect her. She said she was having some issues trying to disconnect the call. Listen, folks, the reality is that there's a lot of people who are living with chronic diseases and chronic pain um, every single day. And trust me, the days that you get up and you feel even 80% good, 90% good, it might be 100%, um, you have to be thankful. You know, I, I try not to complain too much. I've got for the last two days, I'm actually probably like three days now, I've actually had um, an, a headache. And I think I told you guys about this. When I had my daughter, I developed something called, um, uh, it's a, uh, like a nerve in the back of the neck called the, um, oh God, what's it called now? I can't even remember the name of it. Um, uh, it'll come to me in a second. But essentially, I think because of how I was sleeping post um you know, C-section and trying to sleep on the sofa because I couldn't make it upstairs in my apartment. Um, I pinched this nerve that runs the back of the neck um, and it's called the occipital nerve. And, um, you know, it, it's for literally the first six months post um, partum, I had a headache almost every single day. And I'm a person who doesn't have headaches normally, you know, doesn't take medications in terms of anything. And I was worried about, is this, you know, what is this? We always think the worst as human beings, like, oh my God, am I having a stroke? Is it, you know, and uh, I did at that time start a small dosage of blood pressure medication because I think there's the stress of everything was making, you know, my daughter was a preemie, so she was in the NICU. I thought it was stress related. And then it kind of disappeared, but regular um, pain medication does not help. So you can take all the um, Tylenol you want or Advil, whatever. It's not going to help with this kind of pain. And so it came back a couple of times. And eventually Dr. Sydney, by the way, said to me, I think you need to go see a neurologist. And I thought, oh God, here we go. 
worst case scenario. And he said, no, 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 you know, we need to rule out what else this could be. So I did an MRI that came back, thankfully, everything fine. But it turns out it's something called occipital neuralgia, which is basically this occipital nerve, which runs um, towards the back of the scalp, like back of the head, somehow got pinched. And the people who suffer from this occipital neuralgia and um, it causes this, this headache that is a very uncomfortable headache that will just last forever. So massage does help. So if I massage like the back of my neck, I do realize that that helps. And then sometimes after a while it goes away. And the other recommendation um, that the physician said is I can actually go into him and they have an injection that they will give you right in the back of your head. And I thought, oh my God, that just does not sound like the most pleasant thing ever. <laughs> so I've never, I've never mustered up the courage, despite having headaches that might last a couple of days. I've never really mustered up the courage to um, go and get the injection yet. Cause it just is like, that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> I'm not that fond of needles, but what I have recognized is that um, a lot of times it is brought on like how the original one was brought on by pinching the nerve and how you sleep. Um, so I had discovered that if I take my daughter, I had a little toddler pillow, it's a little sheep. I need to order another one because I've been using her pillow. If I put that at the nape of my neck, in addition to like a regular pillow, it does seem to help quite a bit. Um, so folks, you know, I guess we do whatever we have to do to live with chronic pain. And that's not something that is there all the time. It kind of comes and goes sometimes. So I am having a little bit of an episode right now, but I kind of just, you know, um, try to go through my days with it, you know, and you guys know I've had tennis elbow, which I'm still dealing with at the moment. It's not as chronic as it was, but it's still a constant pain that's always there, um, you know, in addition to some feet related issues. But still, I'm so thankful because, um, you know, it doesn't seem to me that uh, any of those things are as chronic as poor Miss um, Vernita and what she's having to go through. Um, I mean, it just sounds absolutely horrible to be in such constant pain that it's even difficult for you to talk and, you know, oftentimes I check on her. Um, she's one of my customers and um, I know the struggles that, that she has. And so we're going to just keep her in our thoughts and prayers. But Miss Vernita, obviously, if you need medical attention, please call 911. Sometimes it is very, very difficult to get a proper diagnosis for some of the things that, you know, our bodies are going through. And it might take you going to different physicians on island or even overseas to try to get some of these chronic uh, issues under under control. Uh, Jamila says, imagine I complain about bad period pains and I just can't imagine what she's going through. And uh, Perla is sympathizing. She says, OMG, I pray she finds the help that she needs. It sounds serious. And Irvlin suggesting again that if you need to call 911, please do so. And um, she's also praying that she never gets to that point. And you know, the thing with life, folks, is honestly, um, you just never know what you're going to end up with. You know, everything from people suffer from really bad rheumatoid arthritis and other diseases. Um, so that's why I tell you folks, when you are, anytime people say to me, hey, how are you doing? I said, you know what? I have nothing to complain about. Not that I really don't, 
but I refuse to find anything to complain about. I got a roof over my head, food in the fridge, uh, food on the, on the pot and the stove. Um, you know, happy family. Yes. A little bit of aches and pains. And, you know, sometimes you're struggling paying bills and whatever, but there's always somebody out there worse. So I'm just thankful. I'm not going to, I'm not going to obsess about, uh, the negative things. So Perla says people, uh, like her who live alone and have no access to phone or call can call a neighbor. Please Caymanians look out for each other. If you need someone to talk to, uh, she's always there. So she's saying Perla is available. Um, why don't we have a life alert system? Somebody, I think it was Miss, um, somebody else was suggesting this the other day, but this would be very, very useful. And I don't know if any of the sort of emergency or security systems came out. I've never heard of it being offered here. It's very, very popular in the US, especially for elderly people. And a lot of elderly people do still live at home. It might be a choice, live alone. It might be a choice for them to do so. And sometimes it's not always a choice, but you know they might have caregivers that will come in and check on them. And in between that, um, they are struggling and, you know, sometimes you can have a slip and fall or different little things happen where you need uh, someone to be able to call 911 on your behalf. And are we aware, does, does anyone know if anybody in Cayman offers any semblance of like a life alert system where you can walk around with the little um, emergency thing in your neck and you can press it if you get into any sort of trouble? Now, I know that sometimes it doesn't help. Sometimes you just die and that's it. You know, um, you don't even have time to press a button. And those are those are the, um, you know, that's life, really. But uh, we're keeping an eye on this situation in New York. Um, so um, someone says that they're launching a therapeutic elderly and diabetic care and home health uh, system. There's actually quite a few out there. And so I would encourage Ms. Vernita that if she has found, uh, if she's not found the right one, then, you know, she needs to continue to look. Um, so another caller says that that lady seems to need urgent care. Ibuprofen 600 milligrams is great for four ends. Uh, Kirk Market sells the tablets uh, for $4, no prescription needed. Um, so they're saying to get a prescription for 600 milligrams, but you can do 400 over the counter. So some of the local pharmacies require, um, you know, a prescription for the higher milligram tablets, but you could do two 400 milligram tablets. Now be very, very careful with things like ibuprofen folks, because there is a link between these types of painkillers and actually um, heart attacks, believe it or not. So um, this is a proven link between painkillers, especially ibuprofens and heart attack. That's one of the reasons why I try not to take them if I can help it. But at the moment I sympathize with Ms. Vernita because I've been having to take, um, it doesn't really help with the occipital neuralgia, but with my foot pain, I'm actually having to um, take about um, about a thousand milligrams just to kind of keep uh, my foot discomfort under control. But you know, I, I try to do other things and just pop in a pill because for me, popping a pill is always the last resort if possible. So I do. Um, you know, foot massage. Uh, I have a I have two machines actually that I try to use as often as possible because I do know that that can um, actually help as well. And wearing the right types of shoes, wearing shoe inserts, all these things. And and guess what? 
You know how we're talking about the 50 by 50 plan? Losing those 50 pounds would undoubtedly help as well. And that's why I've got to make it a priority. So um, yes, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, uh, medications commonly used to treat pain and inflammation can increase the risk of a heart attack, stroke, and high blood pressure. And so you've got to be very, very mindful if you're taking them that you know that there is an increased risk. And it's prolonged, obviously, the longer period of time that you are actually taking those as well. So um, this is research that we know now for a couple of years, there's been some well, uh, well documented studies to prove that that is the case. So thank you guys so much. Um, oh, somebody else is saying that they need me to collect some gift certificates for the young man. I did give him one of the weekend, by the way. And um, we are continuing to offer him some assistance, him and his girls. This is a young man with three girls. So thank you guys who continue to reach out. And I did mention that on Thursday of this week, I'm having a planning meeting to hopefully sort out some permanent assistance for him. But a lot of people have really stepped up to the plate to assist. So this morning um, after the show, I will be going to a special event at the airport. So if you get an opportunity to tune in, on the live stream. I think I might live stream it. Um, just keep an eye out for the Facebook live because there is an event that is going on at the airport this morning. It's going to be, I'm not going to tell you anything more about it because you got to tune in to find out exactly what it is. All right, folks, 936-2626, Cayman's number one talk show. The Cold Hard Truth is Cayman's number one talk show since it debuted in March 2020. According to independent research, we are the most listened to talk show in 2021, and most people prefer us to any other options on island. We tackle tough issues some days, and other times have fun and lighthearted discussions. But most importantly, the cold hard truth is here for you. Thank you for your support as we continue to be the voice of the people in 2022 and beyond. FM is the radio station that you can certainly catch the morning show on. Of course, we're also live on YouTube and Facebook simulcasting on those uh, various platforms as well. About three minutes left in the program. So let's just read any more comments that you have. Um, so Sue says, so do I. Um, all of this is for my foot problem. Neurologist is next. Yeah, foot foot problems can be, oh my goodness. You know, the crazy thing is we don't recognize how much we use our feet. I feel like, like it carries your entire body, your body weight all day long, pretty much. Uh, sometimes you've got to sit down and put your feet up and literally uh, just take a break. But yes, you know, when I get up in the mornings to do this show, I think to myself, right, I've been sleeping, lying in a position all night. Uh, the last thing I want to do is sit in the mornings. And sitting is one of the health risks, um, our sedentary lifestyle that has contributed to us, you know, gaining weight and just not being in optimal health. And so 99% of the shows that I do um, are done standing. We do have a caller joining us from overseas. Let's see. Good morning, caller, and welcome to the program. Hi, Sandy. I know this is a little bit off topic, but I have sure. a quick question. Absolutely. In regards to quarantine, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. What if um, backslash vaccination? What if a couple went through a divorce and um, the mother wants the kids who are over 12 to be vaccinated mm -hmm. and the father doesn't? What, what, what support is there? Because, for example, if the children are overseas and they need mm -hmm. to come home, what, what, what support and what, what can be done? Because the father is saying no, mm -hmm. mother is saying yes, and the mother is vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So that's a sticky situation. Wow. Let me let me have a think about this. Um, can I try to answer this question tomorrow for you? Because I'm going to speak yes, to... Yes, please. Because, yeah. yeah, because let's say, for example, mother is overseas with two unvaccinated children. Mother needs to come home. Mm -hmm. Father doesn't want them vaccinated. And it, it creates a big problem because I know there's a law that's passed that um, kids under 12 takes mm -hmm. the status of the parent yes. but what about kids over 12 who who's in a divorce situation right. where both parents cannot see eye to eye and how, and, how old um, are the kids just for clarity how old are we talking they're four, one is 14 and one is 15 okay so the mother is now stuck in a situation where she can't travel or she travels back she can't come home if she, she wants to come home, she can't because now she has to quarantine for one week and she's vaccinated. The father is working. He he made decision, the decision. He doesn't want them vaccinated. And then he doesn't want to quarantine with them. Mm. He, he, he can't help her in no way. So mm. I need to know what is the solution to this issue because, um, you know, the mother who's overseas needs to come home. Mm -hmm. All right, let me speak to a few few experts and I'll I'll uh, try to get you an answer tomorrow morning. Okay, so you can save my number? Yes, please. Okay, thank you so All much, right. Sandy. Thanks All too. Right. All right, okay. so very, very interesting question. Um, I've, I'm having a think about it already, but we are um, at the point where we need to end the show for the radio audience. So of course, thank you folks for listening to 89.1. Um, I'm going to speak to a couple lawyers, speak to a couple community leaders and see what they think about this situation. Uh, so tune in tomorrow morning and we'll, we'll talk about it. This is a tough one. Um, very, very difficult. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, folks, and have a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cold Hard Truth on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7.30 a.m. Never miss an episode again. Watch anytime on CMR's Facebook and YouTube channels for the latest show episodes. Don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit CaymanMarlRoad.com for all the latest news and community happenings. 